Hi, this is book three, episode 15 of Puritans Read, where we read great Puritan works, authors, and biographies. Continuing today, The Godly Man's Picture by Thomas Watson. Chapter four, showing the characteristics of a godly man. And section 14, the uses. Use one. Those who are eaten up with the world will be rejected as ungodly at the bar of judgment. To be godly and earthly is a contradiction. For many walk, of whom I now tell you even weeping, that they are the enemies of the cross of Christ, whose God is their belly, who mind earthly things. Philippians 3, 18 and 19. We read that the earth swallowed up Korah alive. Numbers 16, 32. This judgment is on many. The earth swallows up their time, thoughts, and discourse. They are buried twice. Their hearts are buried in the earth before their bodies. How sad it is that the soul, that princely thing, which is made for communion with God and angels, should be put to the mill to grind and made a slave to the earth. How like the prodigal the soul has become, choosing rather to converse with swine and feed upon husks than to aspire after communion with the blessed deity. Thus does Satan befool men and keep them from heaven by making them seek a heaven here. Use two. As we would prove ourselves to be born of God, let us be of a sublime, heavenly temper. We shall never go to heaven when we die, unless we are in heaven while we live, that we may be more noble and raised in our affections. Let us seriously weigh these four considerations. Number one, God himself sounds a retreat to us to call us off the world. Love not the world, 1 John 2.15. We may use it as a posy of flowers to smell, but it must not lie like a bundle of myrrh between our breasts. Be not conformed to this world, Romans 12.2. Do not hunt after its honors and profits. God's providences, like his precepts, are to beat us off the world. Why does he send war and epidemics? What does the heat of this great anger mean? Surely, dying times are to make men die to the world. Number two. Consider how much below a Christian it is to be earthly-minded. We sometimes laugh at children when we see them busying themselves with toys, blowing bubbles in the air out of a shell, kissing their dolls, etc. When, in the meantime, we do the same. At death, what will all the world be which we so hug and kiss but like a rag doll? It will yield us no more comfort then. How far it is below a heaven-born soul to be taken up with these things. No, when such as profess to be ennobled with a principle of piety, and to have their hopes above, have their hopes below, how they disparage their heavenly calling, and spot their silver wings of grace by beliming them with earth.
Number three, consider what a poor, contemptible thing the world is. It is not worth setting the affections on. It cannot fill the heart. If Satan should take a Christian up to the Mount of Temptation and show him all the kingdoms and glory of the world, what could he show him but a fancy, an apparition? Nothing here can be proportionate to the immense soul of man. In the fullness of his sufficiency, he shall be in straits. Job twenty twenty two. Here is want in plenty. The creature will no more fill the soul than a drop will fill the bucket. And that little sweet we suck from the creature is intermixed with some bitterness, like that cup which the Jews gave Christ. They gave him to drink wine mingled with myrrh. Mark fifteen twenty three. And this imperfect sweet will not last long. The world passeth away. 1 John 2, 17. The creature merely salutes us and is soon on the wing. The world rings changes. It is never constant, except in its disappointments. How quickly we may remove our lodgings and make our pillow in the dust. The world is but a great inn where we are to stay a night or two and be gone. What madness it is so to set our heart upon our inn as to forget our home. Number four, consider what a glorious place heaven is. We read of an angel coming down from heaven who set his right foot upon the sea and his left foot upon the earth. Revelation 10, 2. Had we only once been in heaven and viewed its superlative glory, how we might in holy scorn trample with one foot on the earth and with the other foot on the sea. Heaven is called a better country, but now they desire a better country, that is, and heavenly. Hebrews eleven sixteen. Heaven is said to be a better country in opposition to the country where we are now staying. What should we seek but that better country? Question. In what sense is heaven a better country? Answer 1. In that country above, there are better delights. There is the tree of life, the rivers of pleasure. There is amazing beauty unsearchable riches. There are the delights of angels. There is the flower of joy fully blown. There is more than we can ask or think. Ephesians 3.20 There is glory in its full dimensions and beyond all hyperbole. Answer 2. In that country, there is a better dwelling house. Firstly, it is a house not made with hands, 2 Corinthians 5, 1. To denote its excellence, there was never any house but was made with hands. But the house above surpasses the art of man or angel. None besides God could lay a stone in that building. Secondly, it is eternal in the heavens. It is not a guest house, but a mansion house. It is a house that will never be out of repair. 
Wisdom hath builded her house. She hath hewn out her seven pillars. Proverbs 9, 1, which can never molder. Answer three. In that country, there are better provisions. In our father's house, there is bread enough. Heaven was typified by Canaan, which flowed with milk and honey. There is the royal feast, the spiced wine. There is angel's food. There they serve up those rare foods and dainties, such as exceed not only our expressions, but our faith. Answer four. In that country, there is better society. There is God blessed forever. How infinitely sweet and ravishing will the smile of his face be. The king's presence makes the court. There are the glorious cherubim. In this terrestrial country where we now live, we are among wolves and serpents. In that country above, we shall be among angels. There are the spirits of just men made perfect. Hebrews 12, 23. Here the people of God are clouded with infirmities. We see them with spots on their faces. They are full of pride, passion, censoriousness. In that Jerusalem above, we shall see them in their royal attire, decked with unparalleled beauty, not having the least tincture or shadow of sin on them. Answer five. In that country, there is a better air to breathe in. We go into the country for air. The best air is only to be had in that better country. Firstly, it is a more temperate air. The climate is calm and moderate. We shall neither freeze with the cold nor faint with the heat. Secondly, it is a brighter air. There is a better light shining there. The sun of righteousness enlightens that horizon with his glorious beams. The lamb is the light thereof, Revelation 21, 23. Thirdly, it is a purer air. The fens, which are full of black vapors, we count a bad air and unwholesome to live in. This world is a place of bogs and fens where the noxious vapors of sin arise, which make it pestilential and unwholesome to live in. But in that country above, there are none of these vapors, but a sweet perfume of holiness. There is the smell of the orange tree and the pomegranate. There is the myrrh and cassia coming from Christ, which send forth a most odoriferous scent. Answer six. In that country, there is a better soil. The land or soil is better Firstly, for its altitude. The earth lying low is of a baser pedigree. The element which is nearest heaven is purer and more excellent, like the fire. That country above is the high country. It is seated far above all the visible orbs. Psalm 24, 3. Secondly, for its fertility, it bears a richer crop. The richest harvest on earth is the golden harvest, but the country above yields noble commodities. 
There are pearls celestial. There's the spiritual vine. There's the honeycomb of God's love dropping. There's the water of life, the hidden manna. There is fruit that does not rot, flowers that never fade. There's a crop which cannot be totally reaped. It will always be reaping time in heaven. And all this the land yields without the labor of plowing and sowing. Thirdly, for its inoffensiveness. There are no briars there. The world is a wilderness where there are wicked men and the best of them is a briar. Micah 7, 4. They tear the people of God in their spiritual liberties. But in the country above, there is not one briar to be seen. All the briars are burned. Fourthly, for the rarity of the prospect. All that a man sees there is his own. I account that the best prospect where a man can see furthest on his own ground. Answer seven. In that country, there is better unity. All the inhabitants are knit together in love. The poisonous weed of malice does not grow there. There is harmony without division and charity without envy. In that country above, as in Solomon's temple, no noise of hammer is heard. Answer eight. In that country, there is better employment. While we are here, we are complaining of our wants, weeping over our sins. But there we shall be praising God. How the birds of paradise will chirp when they are in that celestial country. There the morning stars will sing together and all the saints of God will shout for joy. Oh, what should we aspire after but this country above? Such as have their eyes opened will see that it infinitely excels. An ignorant man looks at a star and it appears to him like a little silver spot. But the astronomer, who has his instrument to judge the dimension of a star, knows it to be many degrees bigger than the earth. So a natural man hears of the heavenly country, that it is very glorious, but it is at a great distance, and because he has not a spirit of discernment, the world looks bigger in his eye. But such as are spiritual artists, who have the instrument of faith to judge heaven, will say it is by far the better country, and they will hasten there with the sails of desire. This has been Book 3, Episode 15 of Puritan's Read. We read The Godly Man's Picture by Thomas Watson, Chapter 4, and finishing Section 14.